Welcome to Bikini Diaries. I'm Naima Thompson, businesswoman and IFBB bikini professional. Here, you will get the inside scoop from many bikini professionals and myself as we dive deep into the inner core of our triumphs, hardships, and evolution. This podcast was made to inspire, resonate, and enlighten others with all talks bikini in hopes that you never give up on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's talk bikini. Dear Diary. This episode is brought to you guys by Team Boss Bodies. Have you ever wanted to prep for a show but have nowhere to start? Are you that person who has no interest in prepping for a show at all, but you just want to get that really nice bikini bod? Or have you already accomplished your bikini bod and you've already been on stage, but you just want something a little bit more in your prep? You're just really ready to take it to the next level. Are you someone who wants to try a healthy approach to this dieting game? You want individualized attention and someone to be your guide telling you exactly what to do and when to do it and to also be your number one supporter. If you want to feel a part of a community where all of your goals really matter and you're achieving results and the results are actually maintainable, then I am so excited to invite you into the club. Team Boss Bodies is exactly for you. We specialize in women's health. We help women to reach their health and fitness goals. We believe in keeping food as high as possible and cardio as low as possible. We customize your meal plans to your likes and your dislikes. And we also create a plan that is sustainable for your life for the long haul. You also have the option of choosing a more flexible plan if you want to count macros. Each plan includes your training, nutrition, cardio, and supplementation. Plans are adjusted weekly to a bi-weekly basis, and you are checking in twice a week. There's ongoing assessment to target your strengths and your weaknesses, weekly consultations, and ongoing guidance. You get 24-7 access to your coaches through text and email. And let's not forget our perks. We have a Facebook group that's going to help keep you accountable and invite you into a community that loves you and that is on the same journey as you. And team shows to get all of our girls involved. So if this is for you and you're ready to give it a try, you can go to teambossbodies.com slash apply and use the code Bikini Diaries for 15% off your packages. Now let's get into the episode. You are listening to the Bikini Diaries podcast. Happy Tuesday and welcome back. If this is your first time listening, I would love to give you a huge welcome and encourage you to go back and listen to all of the episodes. On this podcast, I feature many professional athletes who have a story to tell with loads of information to give. Today, the woman that I will be introducing is a little firecracker. (laughs) She is witty, honest, and down to earth. In this episode, she opens up about serious health issues she had in the past due to how she used to prep and what she did to change the path that she was going down. If you were in prep or have prepped in the past in a very unhealthy way, then this is an episode you are going to want to listen to. Furthermore, she herself is a coach and she also does competition makeup. That is so unique and so awesome. I love how real she is and how real we get in this episode about the sport, and I can't wait for you to dive in. So, without further ado, I am so excited and delighted to introduce to you IFBB bikini professional Carla Gartwaite. Hey, Carla, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. I am so excited to have you on today. It's going to be such a great episode. Yes, I'm I'm really excited. A little bit nervous, but <laughs> I'm more excited than nervous. Okay, that's a good thing. But um, <laughs> let's go ahead and shake off those nerves. Let's go ahead and start with a bikini hack. It's just going to be a series of quick questions so we can get to know you a little bit better. So are you ready for this? I am ready. Awesome. Tell us, where are you from? 
I am from born and raised in San Antonio, and I have lived here my entire life. Awesome. And how old are you? I am 34 years old. And what do you do for a living? Oh my gosh. I do a lot of things for a living. Um, I do, um, I coach a couple of bikini girls. I do bikini posing. I'm a personal trainer and I also do um, competition makeup for, um, obviously for competitions. Hello. Um, But yes, I do stage makeup and hair also. Oh my God. That is so exciting. Yes. I love doing makeup and hair. Um, It's kind of challenging when you're in prep because it is a very busy morning, but uh, it's, it's so fun and I love getting to see the girls' faces when they see their makeup all done. That's when it all kind of comes to life. So that's it's really rewarding and I love it a lot. Awesome. You're gonna have to give us like your contact information and everything so that if we want our stage makeup done, we can hit you up. <laughs> of course. Or if you want sometimes I have girls that come like for fight like coaches that come for finals or anything like that. So it's fun. Yes. I would love to do that. When and where did you get your pro card? I got my pro card in 2018 at the Junior USA. And how many years have you been competing? I have been competing for, let's see, four years, almost five years. I started in 2015 and I I fell in love with it from my very first show. So it's been um, a hard road, but a very rewarding road at the same time. And what's your favorite quote that keeps you going? My favorite, favorite quote is by uh, David Goggins. It's, everybody comes to a point in their life when they want to quit, but it's what you do at that moment that determines who you are. Yes. I, <laughs> I love that a lot. Um, and it's something that I always go back to when I'm having a hard time. And I love that quote so much. Mm, that's all about the the part, the moment where you break through the threshold. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's the hardest part. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you never know, you know, I don't know, you just get so afraid to get past that next limit to get past where you feel like you're going to fail. You know what I mean? Like, it's really hard to break through sometimes. Yes, and, it is. Yeah, definitely. I love that quote. Me too. I love David Goggins. He's very inspirational and I love him a lot. So I bought his book and um, this was one of the quotes in there. And I, So I love it so much. Uh, what was the book? Um, it's called, um, let me see, I have it right here. I found him on YouTube. I watch Joe Rogan a lot. Um, it's called Can't Hurt Me. Okay. And um, it's just basically about his his life and um, he is um, a SEAL and um, just everything he's kind of gone through. He runs triathlons. He does a lot, um, but he's very inspirational and motivational. And so I bought that book after I saw him on Joe Rogan and I'm obsessed. So I follow him on Instagram and I love his um, determination and grit. It helps me get through some tough days. Wow. I'll have to read that one. (laughs) Yes. You'll love it. So name one quality about yourself that makes you a really strong athlete. Oh, my goodness. One quality about myself that makes me a strong athlete. I think what a lot of people love about me uh, that I also love about myself is that I'm realistic Mm. um, in the sport. I think sometimes um, some people – and it's not in a bad – it's not – meant to take in a bad way, but, um, some people are unrealistic and they have unrealistic expectations and that just always leads to disaster. I always say, if you go, you know, right before you get on stage, if you go in with no expectations, you're never let down. Um, so I, I love that I'm realistic in the sport and I'm also real. Um, I think that that kind of sets me apart from, a lot of other athletes. And I think that's why people like me so much because I keep it real. (laughs) No, I mean, I loved everything that you just said and you're absolutely right. (laughs) Yes, definitely. So Carla, what keeps you motivated? (sighs) Honestly, what keeps me motivated is um, I love everything about bodybuilding. I love everything about the sport. Um, 
what keeps me motivated is just me wanting to always be better. I'm, I'm never, I never get complacent. Um, I'm always, you know, it's a good and bad thing. You know, right when I get off stage, I look right away and I look at, okay, what did I do wrong? What can I do better? What can I fix for next time? And I'm always wanting to, um, be, you know, be better and and beat my previous self. And that can mean, that doesn't always necessarily mean um, physique-wise. It can be mental. It could be um, something other than just, you know, physique. So for me, I'm just always trying to get better. That keeps me motivated is um, always trying to be better every single time. And I always come better every single time. So that helps me keep me motivated for each goal and each obstacle that I set for myself. And why do you compete? What is your why behind all of this? Man, you know what? I just <laughs> I really love it. I just really love <laughs> I I love I just it's it sounds so weird and some people think that I'm I'm weird, which is that doesn't bother me, but you know, they <laughs> they're like, gosh, you know, don't you get tired of dieting and don't you get tired of doing cardio and and you know, not living your life. And for me, I'm like, guys, what if this is my life? What if this is something that makes me happy? Mm. Um, you know, it's something I love the structure of it. And I love um, uh, having the, the goal for myself. So, so the structure and the goal is um, really why I love competing. And I also love um, pushing myself to new limits um, and I, and I love the sport. I love, I love the whole, um, <laughs> I love them telling me to do something and then I go work on it and I do it. And I like, you know, setting new, um, goals for myself every single time. I just really, truly love the sport and I love, um, dieting. I love cardio. I love all that stuff. And, and it's my life. So it's become my life over the last few years. And that's really why I do it. Just, it's real simple. I just love it. No, I love when you said, guys, what if this is my life? Like Mm -hmm. that perspective is wild to me. Like I, I just, (laughs) you know, it just hit me. I was like, you know, you're absolutely right. Like we all have different lives. We all do different Mm -hmm. things. We all do things that make us happy or things that may not make us happy, but we do anyways. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And you are doing something that you love. So yeah, this is your life. (laughs) Yeah, it's my life. And I do have, you know, um, a lot of people don't understand that because this is something that even though bodybuilding has grown so much, um, it's still something that not a lot of people understand. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it's, it's harder for me. It's not the dieting. It's not the cardio. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's, it's making other people understand my lifestyle is harder than living my lifestyle. It's trying to make them understand what and why I do what I do. So it's just, it's, and I do have, you know, I'm in off season now. And so I do have balance. I'm going to try to find balance in some way. Um, but I do actually live a normal (laughs) life besides eating food out of a Tupperware and, and training. Um, so it's, it's just always trying to make others understand my lifestyle. Definitely. And the last question of the bikini hack, which is my favorite, if you could pick one, what would be your absolute favorite? Prepping, stage day, or post-show treats? Oh, definitely stage day. Okay. Definitely stage day. Only because I love um, I love my routine. I love having a sparkly bikini on and my heels. And I love seeing everything I've worked for for months come to life. And um, I love stage day for sure. I would definitely stage day. Awesome, Carla. So I would love to dive in and kind of ask you, how did you get started in competing? Well, let's see. I was um, I used to work at um, LA Fitness. I was a personal trainer there. And there was a girl that was in the gym and I thought she was adorable. I loved her physique. Um I worked quite a bit, so I was um, trying to put on muscle, but since I was burning so many calories during the day, I was kind of like super skinny. I didn't really have any like 
dense muscle or fullness to my body. I was just really lean. And um, I heard her telling a friend of hers that she was going to compete in a bikini competition. And I, I looked it up and I was like, wow, that that's something that I want to try. Um, so that's kind of how it started. And I just picked a local show down the street from me. Um, and I, that's kind of just how it started. And I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, I remember well, nowadays it's so easy. You go, you know, you get the internet's at your fingertips. And I think I Google, Googled bikini competition diet. And <laughs> that's literally, I wonder what popped up. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was eating things that I cringe thinking about now, um, that, that I ate in prep. Um, and I, I honestly truly did not know what I was doing. I just kind of was like, okay, I'm going to lift weights and, and, um, do some cardio sometimes. And, you know, I did diet for, for 16 weeks and, um, I ended up, uh, winning, um, in novice and open. And since that day, I was just hooked. And I was like, I want to be a pro <laughs> from awesome. that first time. Yes. So I want to like, just like on a funny note, like what was like the nastiest thing you ever had to like eat in prep? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I think one time I, oh my gosh, I ran out of um, uh, chicken. My chicken's my favorite protein source. I never get tired of it. Okay. I ran out of chicken and I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to like make these egg whites really quick. And I think I was running out the door and they were undercooked and I had, I had to eat them with no salt, no yolk. It was, oh my gosh, it was disgusting. And I did it. I, I ate it and I literally was like, oh my God, this, this cannot be over quick, quick enough, this prep. Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) Undercooked egg whites, not fun. (laughs) No, not at all. I remember one time I had a coach who made me have like, it was like a peak, like I was doing a peak week and I had like tilapia and soy sauce. So I had like tilapia and I had to drench the tilapia with soy sauce and I was eating like basically only that with like broccoli, like the whole week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was terrible. I'll never my, forget that. <laughs> yes. My first prep, I did a lot of broccoli and I, I'm like traumatized by broccoli. If I even smell it, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I won't, I'm tainted by broccoli. I can't eat it. <laughs> That's so funny. So what was it about like being a professional bikini competitor that sparked your interest? I honestly just loved like the whole, like pre- I loved the whole prepping thing and I was like, I have a very addictive personality. And so I'm like, okay, not, you know, I'm hooked on this now. And w- working out was already a part of my lifestyle. And I'm like, okay, this is just all I have to do, you know, to add to my lifestyle is just dieting a little bit harder because I already dieted before to stay in shape. And so um, just the whole like di- the whole stage day, the whole being on stage, I just, I loved it. And I was like, this is something I want to do, you know, on a bigger scale. And I said, I'm, g- I'm going to be a pro and I'm not going to stop until I <laughs> become a pro. And so that's kind of how it started. And I um, just started following a bunch of bikini pros on Instagram and um Ever since then, it's just something I've always wanted to do, and I just told myself I wasn't going to quit until I got it. Yeah. So, what was that grind like? Was it like a quick success story for you, or I know you said it, it took like a couple of years, I believe, before you turned yes. pro. Yes, it took me. Let's see, I started competing, and it took me three years to go pro. Wow. Um. Yeah. Um. I only did. You know, I've heard some girls. Everyone's story is different. I've heard some went pro in one show, two shows, seventeen shows. It took me five national shows to go pro. Um, My first national show I did, it was a huge wake-up call for me because, um, you know, I had won a small show and I was nationally qualified. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm nationally qualified. Well, I'm just going to go to nationals. And I went to nationals and I'm like, wow, this (laughs) – I was – girl, I was not ready. You know, I was just like looking around like I was literally a guppy swimming with sharks. I was like, oh my gosh, I was not, I was not anywhere near prepared for that level. So, um, you know, and at that I went to, um, uh, universe, which is very tough and I got my butt kicked and I needed it, um, because it helped me 
I'm like, okay, I need to take off now. And now I know what I need to do. So I took off a little bit and then I went to um, Junior USA and I had got second there um, after I took some time off and um, which nationally qualified me for two years. So I didn't do any more local shows after that. I just went straight. I just kept hitting the national stage um, until I got it. And then I finally got it last year and it was it's it's very emotional as you know (laughs) yeah it's a it's just a day that changes your life and it's it's emotional it's rewarding it's everything you've ever worked for and it's it's the best day ever (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean and I mean you grind for three solid years do you recommend that uh most girls do that what you did was just basically continue to hit those national stages um yes uh, you know, some people, it, and this, this is just my opinion, but I, I know some people say, well, I'm going to do a local show. And some of them have to. Um, the only reason I was nationally qualified for two years was because I had placed second. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're going to national shows and you're consistently, you know, your placings are kind of going down, you know, something's wrong. And you need to kind of realize that and maybe step back and say, okay, well, what can I do? You know, and especially if it's physique wise, if it's something that you um, can't control as easily, you know, mm, sometimes, definitely. It's, you know, sometimes it's something as simple as them saying, and, and this really hurts, but, you know, sometimes they say, oh, well, you know, it's a suit, makeup and tan issue. And it's like, if that's something you can control easily and snap your fingers and change that then yes, continue. If, if your placings are going down, you know, you kind of need to step back a little bit and, and, um, grow and change and, and do what they tell you to do. Um, the IFBB, the quality of athletes every year is getting better and better and better. And it's getting harder and harder. And, um, you know, if you're consistently placing top five or you're real close, if you know, for me, I would say keep going, honey, <laughs> until you get it, because you're right there. I mean, it, and at that point, it's not if you're going to go pro, it's when. Mm, good advice. So, yes. And you mentioned this year that you're like not the typical bikini competitor, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> what would you say is like the typical bikini competitor? Competitor, and how are you a little bit different? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> A typical bikini competitor to me is um, the easiest way I can put it into terms is you're a Victoria's Secret model with some muscle. Um, So you need to be sort of the girl next door. Um, You want to look attainable. Um, Our our division is very, um, uh, how do I say this? They want the girl next door. Um, You know, they want someone that's, I use the word polish a lot. Um, Mm. they want someone that's very polished and from head to toe, you know, they want, um, you know, your hair has to kind of match your physique. And what I mean by that is, you know, I'm, I'm a shorter girl and I'm very lean in condition. So when I wear straight hair, it makes me look even harder. So I do soft curls to feminize my look a little bit, um, to make me appear a little bit softer. So I'm not so hard harsh looking. Um, but it's everything head to toe from your makeup, your suit, your hair, your tan, your posing, your connectors, your heels, your nail color, everything, everything matters. So a typical bikini competitor to me is someone that's the girl next door, super sweet, very beautiful, um, polished and someone, um, definitely, if you're sitting in the audience and you see a girl that you just can't quite take your eyes off of, that's a, that's a bikini girl. Um, for me, I'm, I'm a little bit different because I am heavily tattooed. Um, I, I know a lot of bikini pros, you know, at this, it's almost 2020, all of us have a tattoo somewhere, um, at this point. Um, (laughs) (laughs) whether your mom knows about it or not, we all have a little tattoo somewhere. And I, I'm very heavily tattooed. So I'm sleeved um, on both arms. My side is completely done. I have a full back piece, uh, my feet, my hands, and I have one on my calf. So I'm, I would consider that heavy, heavily tattooed. Um, 
And it's, that's just not typical for, you know, when you look at the Olympia top five, I don't see anybody with tattoos. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm not, that's all I mean is it's really just my tattoos. Yeah. Um, if I could cover them up, I really truly do think that I would look, you know, I would, you know, blend in per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, they've always known me for my tattoos. So I don't try to cover them up because that's not, you know, they know that that's who I am. So I don't want to take away from that. I want to be who I am. And if that means that I have to work a little bit harder, that's okay because I can't change my skin. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I love your tattoos. Thank you. I. It's something that I did when I was a kid and I'm a big girl now and I just, unfortunately, I cannot take them off. And it doesn't mean that I don't like tattoos. And I honestly, obviously, I live with them every single day. So when I look in the mirror, I don't see them anymore. Um, But for me, I do think that it's distracting on stage when you're standing with seven other girls and none of them have tattoos. It's a little distracting. So sometimes it, you know, for me, my look is very important because I don't want them to look at me and be like, Oh my gosh, who's this rocker chick with all the tattoos? That's just not who I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am the girl next door. I, I'm I'm just I just have a lot of tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know, I what I've noticed this year is I feel like they have been changing it up. Like they have mm-hmm. been picking girls that don't look like the typical bikini winner and they have mm-hmm. just been highlighting people for who they are. And I love that. So mm-hmm. I definitely, I mean, I love your tattoos. I think it's awesome. I think you're a great role model for everyone, but not only just like all the girls, but some of the girls that have tattoos, you know, some of the girls, they get in the sport, they start trying and then they may not do so well and they blame it on their tattoos. Oh, for sure. And I get, I get the DM all the time. Um, Do you think your tattoos affected you? And I'm like, honey, no, I went pro with my tattoos um, against all all those girls on the stage that I did go pro against, none of them had tattoos. Mm-hmm. So on their arms, anyways. Um, so it, it's possible um, to go pro with tattoos, and it's also uh, <laughs> th- this is my goal in life is to win a show with my tattoos and get on that Olympia stage with my sleeves and Good. break break that mold, break that box. Um, and all the judges, honestly, if I can tell this to all the girls listening, I have never, ever had one judge tell me that my tattoos hindered me a placing. Mm, that's ever. good. That's important. Yes, it's very important. And they've, you know, because I've asked, I just asked Tyler Mannion. I just said, hey, you know, did you think that my tattoos kind of affected my placing today? And he's like, absolutely not. Absolutely mm. not. And he said, when you were up there, I honestly didn't even see your tattoos. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And, yeah, and it's, you know, that's what you want. You don't want them looking at your arms. You want them looking at your bod. So, you know, it doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect them. You just have to, again, you have to bring, that's when I keep saying that word polish. You have to be very, very polished on stage. Um, you know, make sure that your look is feminized quite a bit, um, not too dark of makeup, not black nails. You gotta, you have to play the game. And the game in this division is the girl next door. So you kind of have to follow by those rules. Yeah, definitely. That's all really, really good advice. Like I love everything that you have been telling us. And I would love to kind of dive into this year. I mean, this was – was this your second pro year? Yes. Awesome. And how did you – approach this because I'm sure that going into this season, you didn't think you were going to be prepping for 44 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I d- every year I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm going to stop in, you know, August. Like that's my last show every year. I say this. And then here I am November. Um, I went into this year um, on an extremely high on a high because last year I did so, so well. Um, I got my pro card in May and then I did my pro debut at the, uh, in my hometown at the San Antonio pro and I got six there. 
And then I went to the Arizona Pro and I got fourth. And then last year, um, when Spectrum did the San Antonio Classic, that was the biggest bikini pro show to date uh, at the time with 43 girls. And I placed fifth there. Oh, my gosh. That, yes, that ended my season and I was, I felt great. Like I was like, you know, and I I have kind of said this before, um, when you go pro, you sort of think in your head, do I belong on this level? Um, and you kind of just have to jump in and see where you fall with the pros. And since I did so well last year, I started this year and I was like, man, I'm going to do good. You know, I'm so excited. And no lie, I, I struggled the hardest I've ever struggled the beginning of the year because I did not take proper rest last year. Um, I had about eight weeks off and that was not enough. Um, mm. and I didn't admit that at the time. Um, I'm admitting it now because to grow as a person, you need to admit your faults. And I know that I did not take proper time off. And so when I went into the beginning of this year, um, I started at the Salt City Showdown, and I believe that was in April, and I did terrible, um, horrible. And I knew deep down that I wasn't ready for that show, and I did it anyway. And I got a really bad placing, and then I did the St. Louis Pro the week after. I'd already signed my contract for it. Um, so I kind of started the year on on bad notes, um, but I took that. I, I took it as okay, how as a lesson to kind of get better. I'm like, okay, I did this and this, and I know now not to do that next time. Um, and so I went in this year. Uh, honestly, obviously, all of our goal is to win a show, and I just fought my way all year um, at different shows to try to get in that first call out, get in that top five. Um, and also kind of get in front of different judges this year um, and kind of see, I hate to say who likes me and who doesn't, but um, the pro level is kind of like playing chess. And so you kind of have to figure out what stages you kind of belong on and who likes you. And and um, so that was kind of like where I started going towards the middle of my season. And um I I really wanted to, you know, I've 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 gotten first call out several times. I've placed top five several times. I really wanted to crack a top three this year. That was kind of my goal, mm-hmm. and it didn't happen, and that's okay. Um, but I yes, I did not think I was going to be prepping for forty four weeks this year. Oh but, my god, um, I know that's crazy. I saw you at the <laughs> Salt Lake. I think it was the Salt Lake City Showdown and then uh-huh. a couple other ones. And I was like, this girl is still going strong, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being told no. And so I think that, <laughs> you know, I love proving people wrong. And so I think that was kind of a part of it. Um, but, I, you know, I, I, I tried really hard to fight my way back up in there. And I finally got back into the first call outs at um, – in my hometown. I love competing in my hometown. It's, it's always good to me that stage. Um, finally got back in the first call outs there and that's kind of, um, where the season took a turn for me because I finally got back into condition that I'm kind of known for. Um, and I started doing well right after that. So it wasn't all a bust this year. I wouldn't say, you know, I didn't achieve what I wanted to achieve, but I learned several lessons and, um, I'm going to take that with me into my off season and, and to be better for next year. Definitely. So what did you, cause a lot of us girls do that. We just, you know, do show after show. We don't care what uh-huh. anybody says. <laughs> right. So what did you do, um, in order to maintain your physique? Honestly, um, this year kind of, um, changing moment for me. Um, I switched coaches this year. Oh, Okay. And, um, that was a huge, it was a huge, um, change for me because, um, I'm a very loyal person and, um, I felt extreme loyalty to my old coach and, um, he helped me achieve many great things. Um, I just, 
we just weren't seeing eye to eye professionally. And so I had to kind of make a switch and change. Um, and with my new coach, he forced me <laughs> to see that um, I can train and diet differently and still look amazing, if not better. Um, so that was kind of, uh, that, that helped me tremendously um, because before I'm just like, okay, I have to like not eat any carbs and I have to do two hours of cardio to get stage lean. And now I'm like doing 20 minutes of cardio and eating more in one day than I did in three days previously combined. So, um, that was a big change for me and that, that helped me quite a bit, like stay in shape, um, and, and get better. So I wasn't so tired and that's kind of what helped me to keep going. Um, cause I was actually being fed properly and training properly like an athlete should. Mm. And that really changed a lot of things for me. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, I congratulate you for doing something like that. A lot of girls, you know, we have that fear, like I can't switch my coach or what is my coach going to say or think uh -huh. like, you know, sometimes you just have to do what's going to make you happy. You know, you're sure. the one who has to live the life that you're living and everybody's going to understand, you know, you're not going to be with the same person for the rest of your life. So, right. you know, but I'm and glad I that that worked out for you. Me too. I, I wanted to stay. I, you know, I, it's just, we were, that's the easiest thing, you know, and a lot of people were asking and I just wasn't ready to kind of talk about it because that's something that is super important to me is when you go, when you turn pro, it's not about, okay, you're a pro because of your physique. A pro is more than just your physique. It's being professional on and off the stage. Mm. And, you're representing a federation, the, the biggest, the best organization in the world for bodybuilding. And you need to act professional and you cannot go around, you know, bashing people. That's not the right thing to do. Um, so it was, it was a very hard transition for me because we had been together for so many years and I just, you know, I wanted to let it simmer a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> before yeah. I kind of, you know, and, and, oh, it's always other people taking it harder than, than what, than what they should. And, um, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to be the best I can be at the level that I'm at. And I, I needed someone that was, had my best interest at heart and was going to guide me in the right direction and treat me like an athlete. And I found that and I'm, very happy for that. And I'm excited to see where I can go with it. So you had this new coach for the entire year, correct? I had, the, no, he's new to me. I've had, um, I've had him for a few months now. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so he's new to me. I've had him since like right after the San Antonio pro. So, uh, some August. So he's new to me. Um, but he's teaching me all of his ways and, helping me. He, he's more trying to teach me, um, because when you've had someone else, you know, something else for so long, you're used to that. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I thought before I'm like, I have to be almost emaciated to get on stage. And he's like slapping me on the hand. Like, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not what they're looking for. You can't do that. So he's more so trying to train my mind. Um, than my body to help me be better. So, um, yes, we're new to each other, but I'm excited to see where it's going to go in the future. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit more about the fact that you were in prep for 44 weeks straight. <laughs> I just like can't even get over that. How were you able to take care of your health throughout the entire process? I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Honestly, that's why I went to, to started kind of looking for a new coach because my health was suffering. Um, and I didn't want to admit that. And I, I honestly, truly thought that I, I don't know what I thought. I thought that's kind of like what we all went through. Like, I'm like, oh, that's what, you know, that's what competing's about. That's what we've all gone through. Uh, that's what we all go through. And, and I'm looking at some of my friends, you know, you know, um, Monica Ellis and, uh, 
Jennifer Ronziti um, were all with the pro physiques and I'm looking at their physiques and I'm like, wow, they don't look like me. You know, like they look, they look full. They look, they look feminine. They look full. They look strong. They look athletic. I look like a little sprout, like, you know, what's going on here? And so um, I started talking to them and um, that's kind of how I started going, you know, researching um, them because I wanted to, you know, and I had it in the back of my mind. I was just waiting for the proper time. My Affirmation is a revolutionary clothing brand that I created. The new way to wear clothing. To me, the clothing you wear represents your own personal style and character. My Affirmation is a line where inside every legging is an affirmation to remind you of how amazing you truly are. You will love the new seamless collection, the I Am Collection, featuring four affirmations that personally represent my journey. I am beautiful. I am enough. I am relentless. I am undeniable. I want to spread my message that we are all capable. Affirm within yourself. Use the code Bikini Diaries for 10% off your next purchase. Um, but my health did start to suffer. Um, and honestly, I, w- I mean, I, I don't, I'm not ashamed to admit this. I was tired. You know, I'm, I was tired. I was hungry. I was, you know, m- my health was, you know, my hair was falling out. There was a lot of things that were wrong. And so, um, once I started kind of getting, he started feeding me and getting me back on the right track, um, my, my health turned around and I felt like this last peak week, I didn't even feel like I was at peak week. Like, I'm like, shouldn't I be suffering? Like, I feel fine. Yeah. (laughs) You know, because I see girls, like sometimes I see girls come to check-ins and they just look terrible. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're tired, they're hungry, they're, you know, just, and I'm over here like, I feel fine. Mm-hmm. Like, because, you know, I'm being fed properly. I'm resting properly. I'm, you know, um, so yeah, 44 weeks, honestly, halfway through, I was, I, I was used to it and, and that's all I can think of is that you just kind of get used to it and there's kind of no, nothing else. You're, you're just like, eh, I'm just going to keep going and you get used to it and that's just what you do. But, um, I'm not going to lie that it was when I did finally, cause I'm like, man, I wonder how long I've been in prep. And when I counted and I was like, oh my God, I mean that it, <laughs> that was a long time. Yeah. I don't recommend that for anybody. I'm just going to put that out there. I do not recommend that for anyone. Yeah, no, I can kind of relate. Cause I think last year I, I started in like September and I didn't end until the following year in like April ish. So it was like a pretty long time. So I completely understand how you feel. I don't think I made it to 44 weeks, but I was damn near close. If I would have gotten any, any good of, you know, any good placing, I probably, I definitely would have kept going. (laughs) I would (laughs) have been on that high. Yes. And you know, I'm for sure. And you know, I made a post about that today about, do you ever notice how you don't get post-show blues when you do well? Oh, yes. I saw that. <laughs> when you do good, you're like, you're on a high. You know, yes. you come home and you're like, oh, I'm not resting today. It's back to the gym. And you go back to the gym and you're like, okay, I'm dieting again. And I'm not resting and and I want to get better. And um, you're just on this high, you know. And when you do well, you are on a high. And you're like, okay, well, what's the next show I can do? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you do bad, you're like – Oh my gosh, I'm, you know, I suck. I want to, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Um, and so this weekend I'm kind of like, I did not want to end my season that way, but you can't always get what, you know, this sport is so up and down. You know, I've seen girls win shows and the next week they get second call outs. It's just, 
It's the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Exactly. So I wanted to go back to when you were talking about your the health issues that came up about. Um, mm-hmm. I know you mentioned like hair falling out, and I don't. I feel like kind of personal, like asking you, but could you share anything else that may have happened to you during that time? Um. Well, honestly, okay, my hair was falling out. Um. My hormones were, like, all out of whack, so my skin was, like, really messed up. Like, my face, like, I had a lot of acne, like, on my face. Um, my skin was actually, like, gray. Um, wow. It, like, and, and, you know, I would get up in the morning and I would go to wash my face and I'm like, oh, my gosh, my skin looks terrible. You know, mm-hmm. like, like, no color to my skin at all. Um, my nails, um, like, my fingernails or like my toenails like I did a lot of cardio so like I would go to take a shower or something and like my tone like my toenails would start like chipping like wow um just I I didn't have a period for two years um I just got my period back um last month and that was something that I was like oh my god because I've you know I thought well, I just have like amenorrhea because I do so much cardio. I thought, well, that's why I don't have a period. Um, and so I suffered all of these kind of, you know, health issues. Um, you know, there's other stuff that goes along with that. I'm 34. You have no sex drive in any way, shape or form. I mean, the last thing you want to do is that. You All you want to do is sleep, eat and train. Yeah. Um, there's just so many things that go into um, – your your body's shutting down pretty much and you're just not really willing to accept that fact you're just like oh well i'm just going to keep training um because honestly a lot of uh, the majority of us we are obsessed with this sport and it's <laughs> it's it's an obsession um it's an addiction it's an obsession and it's something that um you know those things hit you and any normal person if you were not addicted, you would say, this is bad. I need to stop. But for me, I'm like, no, this is just a part of it. I'm going to keep going, you know? And so those were just some of the health issues that I faced, um, a week after eating. Um, and I would say I was also on the brink of kind of developing like eating disorders. And the reason why I say that is because when my coach gave me my food that I was to be eating. The first thing that went through my head when I saw the meal plan was I'm going to get fat. Mm. And I'm like, that's not normal. I can't think like that. I can't think that I'm going to get fat. Like, you know, and I realize it and I'm admitting it that I'm, I saw that and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm, he's going to make me fat. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to make me so fat. So, <laughs> I'm like, he is insane. You know, uh, what is he trying to do to me? Um, and a week after just eating his meal plan, my I woke up one morning and I I literally started crying because my skin was pink. Like my skin was pink, and I was like, oh my god, my skin like it actually looks like I have blood under there. <laughs> Like I was so excited and I just, it's very emotional because as women, we can really damage ourselves long-term, Yes, you know? And that was something that made me, I spoke to him on the phone and the first thing he told me was, you know, one day you're going to walk away from the stage. And when you do, my main priority is that your hormones and your health are in check so that you can live the rest of your life and be normal. And I'm like, oh my God, he cares about my health, like mm. my hormones, my, if I want to have kids later on. I mean, that was something that he was very adamant about. He's like, I want you to be healthy. And wow. that was something that really hit home for me. And I'm like, if I want to continue to do this for a couple more years or however long, I need to be, I need my health to be number one, not a placing my health. So yes. So it was a huge, huge wake up call for me. Um, a big change. Um, 
he's still trying to train my mind because I'm stubborn and I'm, I'm very argumentative and (laughs) he's still trying to help me, you know, broaden, you know, my thoughts and my mind, um, in the sport. And it's something that's going to take a little time. Um, but yes, those were some of the health issues that I faced. Um, obviously very serious issues. Thank you for sharing that with us. I, a lot of girls are going through the same thing. I've heard it. I've seen it. Um, fortunately I've never had to live through that. Um, but like a lot of girls are going through the same thing and a lot of them think the same way you do like, Oh, I don't have my period. This must mean because I'm doing a lot of cardio or I'm super active, Mm -hmm. you know, or like if their skin is looking different or if their hair is falling out, like they just think, Oh, well, you know, whatever, this is a part of the process. I need to trust the process. But at some point you're going to, you know, have to wake up. Mm -hmm. Do you think that like, you eventually like was there something that happened where you were just like okay i need to change something about my health or was it into or was it wasn't it until you met your coach that you were like okay maybe i should change everything well i've i've honestly known for like over a year um i'd say since i'd say since the arizona pro last year Um, the extremes that I was having to go to, to get on stage, um, with the low calories, the cardio, um, it scared me because I was like, well, geez, you know, what's going to happen to me like three, four years from now? Um, cause if my body's used to doing two hours of cardio and eating 800 calories, what's that going to mean for me down the line? You know, like, does that mean I'm going to have to drop to 600 calories and three hours of cardio? Um, because, you know, you think about it and it's like, that's, it's, it's, that's scary. It makes yeah. me nauseous to think that I was doing, um, the only word I can describe it is just pure suffering. I mean, it's just pure and, you know, it, it bothered me because I would, post my pictures and I would do well. And I didn't want girls to, and I just thought, okay, maybe my body's just stubborn. Like I don't want girls to know. And girls would ask me like, what does your diet look like? How much cardio are you doing? And I'm like, girl, you do not want to know. Um, because I didn't want them to think that that was something that they would have to do to get on stage, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was just, I knew for like a year ago that it was, wrong. And so, um, and I had always loved, um, like I said, uh, Monica Ellis, she's a, a good friend of mine and I had always loved her physique. And I, so I kind of, um, had her coach, uh, Damien in the back of my mind for quite, quite some time. Um, and I, I had thought, okay, if, if I do make the jump, this is the team that I want to be on mm. because all of their girls looked and, you know, for me, um, also I, I do want to say it's very important when looking for a coach to not just go off the of looks. It, it wasn't just the looks for me. Um, I had talked to her and she would, she was telling me like all the food she was eating and the cardio and she's, she's a businesswoman. She has a full-time job. She works very, very hard. And she would tell me, you know, oh, I only do this much cardio and I, you know, I, I love, I love being with them. And that was something that I was kind of like, man, you know, I want to reach out and just ask some questions. Um, but I didn't want to do that because I didn't want to upset my previous coach. Um, but I had had them in the back of my mind for a while. Um, and so when I finally did get the guts to, (laughs) to reach out to them, uh, when I did talk to him on the phone, um, when he told me that, the first thing he cared about was my health. That kind of like, that sealed the deal for me. And I didn't even want to talk to anybody else. That was just, I was kind of like, okay, this is who I'm going to be with. This is what's going to happen moving forward. And I I made the jump. It was very scary, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would be very, very frightened as well. Like I'm thinking about my relationship with my coach and I've been with her forever. So yes. like, I couldn't even imagine like, you know, even asking for information um 
that would be very, very, yeah, it's just, it's a lot, but you know, at some point you're going to, I'm not saying everybody has to change their coach, but at some point you're going to want to try different things, you know, for Um, sure. And your body's so different, you know, like Mm -hmm. it starts to plateau for different reasons. And, and sometimes you just need different, different methods. And, and, and not only that, but education wise, you know, when we go to school, we have not one teacher, we have so many different teachers that we learn from and that's totally okay. You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, another thing for me, that was major for me was I'm pretty good at, um, like my polish and my posing. Um, but I kind of needed somebody and, and, you know, everybody needs a coach, whether it's, you know, I needed someone to guide me in the right direction in the IFBB. Um, what stages to get on, what stages to not get on. Um, you know, and the very first time I talked to him, he was telling me, oh, well, you know, this stage, you know, you want to be careful with this color suit because the lights reflect, you know, off of this color stone and that color stone. And you don't really want to do that. And I'm like, this guy's insane. And I love it. Like, this is what I need. Like, I need someone to tell me um, what stages to get on, what stages to not get on, and, and help guide me in the right direction. Because um, it's so expensive. You're, it's, it's time consuming. It's it's disheartening when you go and you, and you do a show and, and you don't do well. And it's just maybe because, and you know, there's reason, there's multiple reasons um, that could affect your placing. And you want someone that's going to point you in the right direction, that's going to have your best interest at heart, no matter what. You know, that's interesting because um, I was talking to Brina one time, and I know mm-hmm. that's her coach, and she was telling me the exact same thing. Like, this show is not great because of the lighting and because mm-hmm. the color of our skin it'll, you know, like, we'll look a certain way. So we should avoid this stage. And I was like, Oh, my God, like, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Like that. It was just so interesting, the knowledge behind, yes. you know, just as simple as stage lights. And I've noticed, mm-hmm. you know, going on different sh- stages and different shows and getting my, my pictures back, you can you can tell when the pictures look great, you're like, Okay, this might be a better stage to step on versus when the pictures are dark, you can't see yourself, you can't see your lines. It's like, what do you think the judges were looking at? You know, sure. so that's definitely something to think of. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And it's, it's something that, um, like I said, my, like a second set of eyes for me. And, um, it's something that I definitely needed that I wasn't receiving previously that I, that I needed. Um, and I just wasn't getting professionally what I needed, um, before. And I, I just needed something. I, I needed to change. I needed, you know, and, I'm glad that I made the jump. I was, it was very, very scary. Um, it was a very sad time also because it's kind of like a breakup um, because I did consider him, um, a, he, he is a friend of mine and um, still, he still is. He's still a friend of mine and um, it's some, someone that helped me from the b- very beginning and it was very difficult and I didn't want to hurt him or hurt, hurt his you know, business or anything in any way. And, um, so it, it was very difficult, but, um, you have to do what's best for you moving forward. Um, especially when your health is at risk, you have to make, make a jump and make a change. Did you have any fear going, or I should say, do you have any fear going into your off season since you've been in prep like forever? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, yes. Um, I hate to, I, <laughs> I hate admitting this, but I'm a real person. So I don't like getting a little bit fluffy. Um, I don't like not having abs. I don't like not being stage lean. And it's only because, um, before I started competing, I was like 60 pounds heavier mm. and, um, food is an issue for me. Um, if I'm not on a, a structure. So um, it's so easy for me when I'm in prep because I know that I can't have X, Y, Z to eat. Um, I can only have these meals and I can only have this thing. Um, 
that's kind of why I've never sort of ventured into macros because I've always done a meal plan. And it's because I'm scared that I'm going to say, okay, well, I have this many carbs, this many fats, and this much protein. I can have a power crunch bar for breakfast mm-hmm. and I'll do it. And and I know that that's something that, it, it, you know, it it's not good for me. Um, I need to be on whole foods on a meal plan um, because food is an issue for me. So I, you know, and I, who doesn't love food? I'm a foodie. Uh, I love eating out. I love good treats. I, I love food just as much as anybody else. It's just that if I don't have a structured plan, I go off the rails real fast. And um, I love wine. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't? I love Cabernet. I love a good pizza. I love um, a lot of yummy, delicious foods. And so for me, yes, I'm very scared to go into off season because like right now, um, I I want to grow properly and I want to put on muscle properly this time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to eat a bunch of garbage and gain 20 pounds of fat. Um, because every season I kind of go off the rails and I, I start eating everything because I've been deprived for so long. Um, so what I'm noticing this week so far into my off season, um, he feeds me a lot of food, so I'm not having as many cravings as I normally have, Mm. which is making me very happy. Um, so as long as I'm full, I'm happy. (laughs) So it doesn't make me want to eat garbage. Yeah, that's super Um, helpful. Yes. So I'm, you know, as long as I have a structure, I'm good. And and I I do want people to understand that I am going (laughs) to, I swear, eat normal foods. I I swear I'm going to be normal and I'm going to have a couple of, you know, I just need to like get through the week and get through this reverse dieting because I want to really focus on reverse dieting properly. That's a really big deal for me this time. Um, and again, it's my family that wants me to eat. Can't you just eat this? Just eat it. Just eat it. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't. Not yet. Not yet. Almost. Um, so yes, I'm, I'm nervous about off season because I want to, you know, I want to put on good weight and, and build some muscle the right way and not Mm. the wrong way. So it does scare me a little bit. Um, because I don't want to lose everything that I've worked for, but I also don't want to be that girl that's obsessive compulsive for 365 days a year and, and not live my life a little bit. Um, because if I don't get a break next year is going to suck. So I do need to, I do need to relax just a little bit. I will (laughs) as soon as I reverse properly. What are your goals for, um, this year and for the sport in in general? My goal for the next year that I compete um, is to, I really want to win the San Antonio Pro. Ooh. That is something, I love you, Monica, but I really want to win the San Antonio <laughs> Pro. <laughs> um, that's like a major goal for me because it's my hometown. I love that stage. It was my pro debut. I love Tim Gardner. It's that's that's one of my goals. Um, my goal is to win a show. Some shit. I don't care what show, honey. I just want to win a show, um, because I want to prove that we can have a tattooed bikini pro on the Olympia stage. Wow. Um, that is my main main goal um, for next year. I, I just really want to win a show, and um, if I don't. I want to be okay with that. Um, I think sometimes it's really hard to, when we lose, to think that we suck and we're not good enough. And um, if it's not meant to be, you know, this was something that I was talking to Damien about. I'm just like, if it's if it's not meant to be for me, it's not meant to be. And I just need to kind of be okay with that um, inside. So, that's my goal is to just, I want to be the best tiny tot on the stage. 
texture. <laughs> the best tiny tot. I love it. Because I'm so small. Every time I'm lining up with these girls, I'm pumping and inside my head, I'm like, I'm going to get killed because they're so big, you know, and I'm so small. I'm always the smallest one on stage, uh, one of the smallest ones on stage. So um, that's just something that I want to, you know, and I, I keep, you know, it's funny because when I won my pro card, I walked up to Sandy and I told her that morning when I checked in, I said, I'm going to win my pro card. And she said, oh, oh are goodness. you? Uh-huh. And I go, yep. I said, I did. I made all the changes you asked me to, and I am going pro tomorrow, baby. You just wait. And she said, we'll see. And she smiled. And so I swear, the next time I see her at check-ins, I'm going to say, I'm winning tomorrow. I just want to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's amazing. <laughs> At least to make her laugh because she is our fairy godmother and I love her. <laughs> she really is. I love her too. <laughs> She's amazing. Awesome. Well, Carla, it was like so awesome talking to you and like just getting to learn everything about you and your journey. It's been a blast. Thank you. I'm so happy that you asked me and had me on. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So we are coming to the Bikini Diaries question and you can answer this question any which way that you would like. If there was one thing you could confess, whether it be good or bad, about your experiences as a competitor, fill in the blank. Dear Diary. <sighs> Dear Diary. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I confess. Oh, my gosh. This is so hard. Um, okay. Here. Okay. Can I start over? Yes. Okay. Dear Diary, I confess that when I did the Salt City Showdown this year, I acted up as a competitor on stage. Um, my, I threw a fit and I regret it and I did learn from it, but it's something that I do not recommend for anybody competing and you always want to lose with grace. Very nice. nice. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you for your confession. And <laughs> if there is one piece of advice that you could give to someone wanting to become a professional in the sport, what would you give them? For someone wanting to be a professional in the sport, um, to always remember that being a professional is more than just your physique. It's the way you carry yourself and the way you represent our federation on and off the stage. And also to remember that there's tons of people all trying to achieve the same goals and everyone looks great and you have to want to be better for you, not to be better to want to beat anybody else, mm. just yourself. I love that. Thank you so much. And if we wanted to follow you and find you and of course hit up hit you up for makeup where we go and find you <laughs> on Instagram. I don't really do Facebook anymore, but on Instagram, my username is Garth Fit, and my glam page is glam by Carla. And Yay. I'm also, yes, I'm also really excited because I'm going to be putting out waist trainers pretty soon. And that Instagram page is um, called cinched by Carla. So that's all my social media. You can find me at. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Carla. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. If you love this episode, just as much as I love this episode, and you know someone who may love this episode, just as much as you and I loved this episode, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you could help me help others. So please, if you loved it, it takes 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share with all of your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today and always remember to never give up on your dreams.